Never. We're breaking it even worse than we have before. Wait, there's a fourth wall? Yes. Oh, <laughs> one, two, those are portable walls. They're great. One, two, it's that, we, I broke that one earlier. It's Maybe you know. if one of you someday have the chance to be a guest on Semi-Bookish along with us, mm-hmm. you'll get to see our state-of-the-art digital <laughs> recording studio. Soundproofed. Yes. Guys, every, it's a Yeti mic. Don't illusion yourself. Say, every person who has ever recorded anything any higher than this <laughs> has gone. <coughs> right. <laughs> but we are in episode 46. But most importantly, we are two years in and some change yeah. since our very first podcast. First what, what and foremost. I don't, I don't know. From our very first episode. Oh, wait, nothing's still. Well, no, first and foremost, uh. Uh, Jen is no longer with us. I did her eulogy last episode. If you'd like to hear that one, that is a great. That was a great episode. Historical fiction, and we say goodbye to our sal- stalwart companion, Jen. We miss her. Maybe we'll phone call her in sometime just to be like, "Hey, what are you doing? I'm on the clock." <laughs> we'll zoom her in at the very last second. Like, how's Detroit? But anyways, that's when we text her quick. Jen, what book are you reading? We have a what book are we reading? What are we? Well, let's, let's start with Lord Ish. <coughs> okay, yeah. Um, I am still reading Fitzpatrick's War by Theodore Judson. Um, it's a fairly thick book. Um, so I, I, I think I mentioned this to both Tony and Andy, but I, as I was reading through it, um, there's like these little footnotes, and uh, oh, yeah. they were talking about this. So at, at one point in the past, the uh, the, she sees it. the country of the Yukons, which is kind of the group slash culture that we're in in the book, yeah, um, their government is overthrown. In their a government. Coup, their government is overthrown. It's overthrown. <laughs> and lo and behold, the date in which this happens was January sixth. So I thought oh. that was a fun little. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And this was written in two thousand four, which makes me wonder. What did Theodore Jackson know, and when did Theodore Jackson know? And what so, was he on, yeah. so I can also take some. So you can see into the future. We need to request his emails, FOIA those. Now that you know that it, now that I know that it was published in two thousand four, the entire format of this book makes this book makes perfect sense. Really? Oh yeah, there was because you know David Foster Wallace's Infinite Jest had had an impact, oh. but nobody really knew what impact it had. So there were a lot of people at the turn of the century trying to like do that in all kinds of different ways and be less David Foster Wallace about it mm-hmm. because, you know, everyone who didn't have an English degree had to admit that they had never read Infinite Jest even though they might have tried. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that the only people who actually read that book were his colleagues and people who work at the New Yorker. <laughs> and people who work at the New Yorker. Which has since changed. I mean, it's, it's a cult classic. I mean, it's, it's yeah, a, it's We have a, it here. Yeah, it's a, that's because I have it at home and I'm like, one day, no, I'm the same way. One day I'll have to read it. Right after I read Ulysses. Right after I read Moby Dick. Yeah, I'll right. go straight from Moby Dick to Infinite Jest, which I have heard is not too far of a leap, actually. Um, okay. But, you know. Um, so I'm reading that. Mm-hmm. I'm When I'm not being distracted by a Hades, which is a video game that is pretty fun. Yes! I love Hades! Hades is great. Nice. Um, and I'm getting into... Um, Primal. Well, I've been into that since it came out. Okay. TV show. Yeah. Gendy Chartakovsky, who's the creator of Samurai Jack. 
which is one of my all-time favorite shows. And season two of Primal just came out. It's really, really good. Okay. It's better than season one so far. Very nice. And the last episode was very special. Um, how so? How so? Well, <coughs> so we kind of, it's kind of a one-off. Mm-hmm. I mean, I kind of hope they do like one of these episodes every season. Yeah. But this one takes place in the 1800s, and it kind of forsakes the two, like the story that we've been following. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't give everything away, but there is Charles Darwin fighting some sort of man-Neanderthal hybrid. And it's like a classic kind of horror story hmm. set up. It's really cool. Interesting. But, yeah. And that was uh, Grant, a.k.a. Lord Ish, for those of you who might have forgotten his full real name. <laughs> You're not wrong. Okay. Tony. Oh. What are um, you doing? Uh, well, I don't know why I said it that way. I am <laughs> nearing the end of a book. I think I'm nearing the end of it. It's a pretty long graphic novel. But I'm nearing the end of this graphic novel, which is setting off a whole series of graphic novels that I'm reading... But I'm also... So anyway, Batman and Son by Grant Morrison. Oh my god, yeah, it is Grant Morrison. That's so weird saying your name in front of you. Um, yes, by Grant Morrison. Um, illustrated by people I can't remember. But He, he did really well with the uh, original Arkham Asylum graphic novel. That was you him, know, right? Yeah, that was him. That was him. I lo- So my history with Grant Morrison at writing Batman is like, I liked Arkham Asylum okay. Like, I understood what he was doing. I understood that it was masterful. It was not what I necessarily would have gone to Batman for. And then I read The Black Mirror, which I liked a lot. Mm -hmm. But it felt a part of something bigger that I was missing. And I'm like, am I... Have I lost my mind? Like, what's happening? There were a lot of... It was just stuff was happening, and I didn't really necessarily know what strings they were dangling or connecting to, even though you could tell there were strings dangling connecting to this thing. So I was like, all right, this was fun, but I still don't know, you know, what I'm looking at here. Um, and then I realized or read or watched a doc featurette or something that said he basically invented Damian Wayne. And I was like, oh, well, in that case, I need to go, you know, he's got a whole, like, saga, yeah. basically, with Damian. That I was like, I need to read the guy who invented Damian, because Damian is my absolute favorite Batman character, bar none. Um, I didn't know he invented him. Yeah, yeah, because because there was a there he there was a storyline in the eighties. No, in seventy eight, seventies or eighties. Um, one comic in which um, Bruce actually slept with Talia, and no one did anything with it. And it was like. <laughs> It would be interesting if a kid came from that. That's like good what, virgin storytelling. Yeah, right. It's like, like what, grab onto that. Yeah, right. And it was the early 2000s, and he's like, what would, a, what would a kid of Batman's be like? Especially if it was a kid of Batman and Tom. Oh, and he just, I mean. Surprise, here's Damien. Yeah, he built this whole, I mean, thing. And it's actually, it's really fascinating. And he writes Damien much better than the other people I have read, because they just don't get, they, they take, like, the sort of, idea of Damien a little too seriously and forget that, you know, he's a child and what is destabilizing about this whole thing is that he's Batman's child. I think it also helps that he (laughs) created Damien, so he also has a little bit of a 
insight into the original. Well, but there's also, I mean, you know, the whole idea of Damien is that he is both his mother's child and his father's child. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he's not, he, he's the kid who has been raised by the League of Assassins to become an assassin. And he's eight. So Moose. he's as good as his father without being trained by his father. And in, like, Batman and Son, for example, one of the first comics, he attacks Tim Drake, fully attempting to kill him. Like, Batman's out on patrol, and he's just like, huh, you're supposed to be Robin, huh? I'm inheriting my father's kingdom, which means you have to go, because I have to be Robin before I can be Batman. That's how these things work. He's the Dark Knight. I'm his apprentice. So he just attacks him. (laughs) And Alfred is the only one that can stop the kid from killing Tim Drake, because he's fully intent on killing Tim. And I was like, yeah. That makes sense to me. Like, having this whole weird relationship between Bruce and him doesn't yeah. work unless... There's a reason. So, or... Yeah, you have to give Damien stuff to do. He has to actually kill people. And killing the Joker, that's just easy. Like, it's just like, that yeah, like every okay. other episode. Yeah, right. It's like, oh, yeah, okay, Damien did the one thing Batman can't do. Like, we saw that already, Red Hood. Um, <laughs> Go chase Todd. On. Yeah, I mean, and I love Jason. Jason's my, my second favorite, but, you know, Damien's great. So anyway, that's what I'm reading right now. Words of that wisdom from the mouth from the stuff. I love Batman. Hey, Tony. It's my thing. Yeah. And Supreme Overlord. Alright, anyways, so uh, first of all, I started it. I haven't gotten too far past it. Uh, I started Stray. Uh, it's a game where you are uh, oh, you are a thing you are a cat. You are, the main character is a cat. And the whole entire thing is, you have like a whole bunch of like cat friends. This is like how it starts out. I'm not going to spoil much because I haven't gotten that far. But, you have like a whole bunch of cat friends. And you guys are like going around and it's a cyberpunky type universe. Oh. And um, stuff happens and you get separated from your friends. Mm-hmm. And now you have to go home. And so, you are the cat trying to go home in the cyberpunk city and it is the most awesome and adorable thing I've ever seen in my entire life. That is very interesting. It's actually really popular right now to try to play Um, and then meanwhile because I finally bought it because I didn't want to buy it on Epic I finally started playing uh, Saints Row 3 the remastered edition Uh. just to compare the two and then I'm also replaying Skyrim because my friend and I, friends and I, when we finally meet up in October, we're going to be doing a Skyrim marathon. And so I have to recreate a character, and so I'm doing a Dark Elf character who is, um... Oh, you know... I was either going to do that or a Wood Elf, and I couldn't decide, and so I flipped a coin. Therefore... <laughs> you know, I gotta tell you, as far as... The only time I never want to be an Elf is in Skyrim. I, I usually play Bretons, oh. but I decided to just do something different. Mm. So, sure. you know, dark elf character. Sure. Yeah. And then I'm also reading Bird King by... Oh, this? G. Willow Wilson? Yeah, Ooh. a.k.a. Uh, for those who don't know, you they're the person who created Miss Marvel. Yes, she's Ooh, nice. Yep. Um, basically, the format of the whole entire thing is you follow Fatima, who is the concubine for uh, Granada, like the royal court, which is like one of the last like Muslim... Emirates right. in uh, Spain at the time. So this is like way back 
way back in yeah, the past. Like this is like 15th, the thousands. 15th, oh, like 11th century. That's right, yeah. 11th this century. is like way back mm-hmm. there. And uh, she um, has a friend who's the palace map maker, and he has a special power where he can basically create maps for anywhere, even if he hasn't seen it. And so, you know, they're best friends and everything, but um, it turns out that, like, you know, if it gets revealed that he can do this, Hassan will be killed for sorcery. And so now she has to decide, does she stay loyal and stay in there, or is she going to, you know, risk her life and everything to save Hassan from dying from Christian Spanish rule? Which is a right. whole other, like, that's the so incoming. This is right before the Inquisition, then. Yeah, this yeah. is, like, when yeah. everything is transitioning over to being coming Christian in Spain. Yeah. So, yeah. they're, like, the last Yeah, so stronghold. the Inquisition's probably started. Yeah. Would be my guess. Oh, and, um, I've been told, um, Jen ha- is reading Radio Silence by Alice Osman. Oh, Nice. Very cool. How did you yes. contact her from beyond the grave? I have telepathy. I'm a wizard, remember? I am the supreme really overlord. This is part of it. my power. <laughs> how she communicated with a ghost. <laughs> I, ha- I have a Ouija board, and while you guys were talking, I went over in the back corner, used it, and, you know, she told me from beyond the grave, but that's what she's reading. Anyways, Andy, your turn. Um, yes. No, I was just Oh, you, you guessed like you were going to ask something. No. It, yes, it is me, Andy, your uh, dungeonist of the dungeon daddies. Um, <laughs> oh, I love you for that, Grant. <laughs> I am re- speaking of dungeons. Um, <laughs> I recently finished. I finished it a few days ago, and I'm still kind of basking in it, like how thoroughly I enjoyed it. Um, Dragons of Deceit, a Dragonlance novel. Um, In fact, the first Dragonlance uh, entry from the original Chronicles authors, Mm -hmm. um, Margaret Weiss and Tracy Hickman, they've really come out in good form um, for this. And it's like, if they were to listen to this, thank you, you two. Thank you so much. This, (laughs) it treads so much familiar ground, almost annoyingly so. There were some familiar things that, like, Flaws, like it, it, as I was reading, it, I'm like, this is good, this is good. I'm really liking this. This is wonderful. This is lovely. I wish they weren't discussing this. Like, it's hard mm. without. If anyone ever has any hope of reading, I'm not going to spoil it. But they do revisit old characters because it's true. The Chronicles, the first three books that came out in '84 and '85 respectively, um, follow what is called the War of the Lands, in which the the world doesn't know about dragons. The world doesn't know about gods because gods have since abandoned the world. Mm. And uh, signs of the gods start coming um, (laughs) into the mix. And dragons, evil dragons, start appearing. Hmm. And, you know, this book takes place a couple years before, during, and a couple years after the War of the Lance. At this point, the heroes of the Lance are famed. I mean, some of the people that are living, they're, they're... the, the protagonist of this book meets them, but meets them with awe. Like, sure. even a dragon, one of the characters in the book is a dragon, and he meets a hero of the lance, the and he's in awe. Um, so they, they cover some of the familiar territory of stuff with that, <laughs> but at some point you realize, oh no, this, it's when the book becomes a roller coaster. You're like, oh my god. Mm. They are, for lack of a better way they are 2009 star trekking the heck out of the dragonlance <laughs> narrative 
in a, in a good or bad way. I'm angry that the next book isn't out yet, so in a good way, I think. Okay. Okay. But the, when the full con- story is told told to its conclusion, I will then give my... Because, f- like, it really, at the end of it, I just chalked along, like, I, it was such a good reading experience, and I had to read it. Mm-hmm. I felt like I had to read it rather than listen. It needed to be as oh. true to my original... But I couldn't wait to actually get the book delivered. I just ordered, got the Kindle version, and that yeah. counts. Okay. Well, um, yeah. But so, thank you, Margaret Weiss. Thank you, Tracy Hickman. It's wonderful. And something about the fandom. I need to comment on the fandom of the Dragonlance. That I, I love you guys right now. Um, Uh-oh. I didn't notice it initially on the cover, despite looking at it multiple times prior to its release. Mm-hmm. It never clicked until they're describing something. The ethnicity of the protagonist is this Dustina. Mm-hmm. Um, when they start talking about what country her, like, because her mother's not a native Salamic, which is where her father's from, that's the country that has the biggest and best knights of the realm. Oh, sure. Um, they're talking about him, but they talk about her mother is from Urgoth, which is um, where the Africa equivalent to sure. the Dragonlance world, Kryn. Oh. And I'm like, wait, what? So I had to go back to the cover realizing. I can't, can't tell that well from my Kindle cover. I have to go to the website, or a, a Google search <laughs> to see the cover. African-American protagonist, f- female hmm. protagonist, African-American, well, not really American, I guess. <laughs> you well, know what African, I mean. But yes. And I'm like, hmm, I haven't heard anything yet about anyone like crying about there being a female protagonist or black. Mm-hmm. And right now, most of the fandom that I'm paying attention, they love her. Well, nice. And I'm like, thank you, Dragonlance fandom. Yeah. Maybe I can lump you together with the Avatar The Last Airbender fandom, because you're not vile yet. Um, <laughs> so there, there, there's, no, yeah. there's no pocket industry of, like, YouTube people complaining about... I haven't detected Like, like they are about the new Lord of the Rings series? Oh, my gosh. Or what the, is going on with I that? I have no clue. It is so weird to me that people have a problem with this thing, and I'm like... It's an adaptation. But, but like, here's the problem. Here's the thing. Oh. I could understand. Off the rails. I could understand if, like, the Tolkien obsessives. Oh, my gosh. If the Tolkien obsessives were like, oh, my God, he never wrote anything about the Second Age. What are they doing? That's a fair complaint, because you know what? He wrote, like, a page about the Second Age. Nobody knows anything about Like, the diehard scholars are just like, we don't know what this show is going to be be about. Apparently, it's about the Second Age. Sure. That's if they were complaining about that, fine. That's a fair complaint. Complaining that the casting isn't Middle Earth enough for you. Define I, Middle Earth. I don't know what to tell you. I literally do not. I don't no, know. And this like, is a, this is all what? <laughs> not even taking into account that the show is not even out yet. Or is it out? No. Which, okay. no. And House of the and Dragon comes first. I'm so excited. Fandom. No, it, I, I, I'm Fandom. Describe Middle-earth to me in easy ways without making it sound terrible. Maybe I'm a little bit of a hypocrite yeah. because I don't That's have, your dare for the week. I don't have an enormous amount of hope for it just because I don't. <laughs> in, <laughs> for things in general. Trailer? No. Oh, it um, looks really fun. Uh, Rings of Power is the one that you're talking about, the yeah. show? Yeah. Uh, yeah. September they're, 2nd. They're anxious yeah. for the wrong reasons. That's why, that's where I'm coming from. No, I, I agree with you. I agree. Yeah. It it could, it, I okay. really don't care how <laughs> close it is to the book. But. I do want you to know, and this is tidbit for the future podcast, um, we're going to have Tony and team talk Tolkien. 
I hate it. Please tell me that's oh, yeah, exactly did, what the title's going to be. We did have a Tolkien episode coming up, didn't we? Yeah, we do. Apparently we're doing two? We're doing back-to-back. Yeah. Really? Yes. I, I think. Yeah. Because we need we need to talk Tolkien. Our fears for the upcoming show. Just Tolkien in general. Fears for the upcoming show. Mm-hmm. And then maybe if we can get on board and all four of us watch at least the first couple episodes. Oh, I'm already there. I mean, uh, you know. Of said show. And what then, episodes are we doing this? Can I bring popcorn? Yes. Yes. We will get popcorn. Um, <laughs> I don't think it's going to be super contentious or anything. No, I don't think so. I'm because still bringing like, popcorn because I'm just going to say the most antagonistic thing. Well, because okay. none of us are those Tolkien fans. Like, right. if you don't know the 12 strands of Elvish spoken by Gilgalad the 15th, like, no, I, don't, I, 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 I don't. A lot of these people had no stake in Tolkien's work until they can make money off of complaining about it. Well, and to so. be perfectly honest, too, that the problem... We should talk about this during the Tolkien You're episode. That's true, that's You're true. Right. We yes. should yes. talk about what we want in future yeah. episodes. Leaves it alone. Ozzy Osbourne. Leave it alone. I'd like to know. Somebody throw me a bat. Right. <laughs> what everyone's favorite episode has been yes. so far. Uh, in the past 45 episodes, that was that was something we talked about. What is the first episode that comes to mind when you think of the podcast episodes? <laughs> Tony's like, I don't know. Really unfair. I've listened to most of them twice. Though oh, wow. my favorite one has to be the Give Your Heart a Hug one. See? Cause, no, wait. Because yeah. Andy was talking about the Rosie Project, and there's just one moment where you, me, and Jen all at the same time say, oh, no. Oh, yeah. But it is the exact same second at the exact same time yes. we were all sharing one exact brain cell and then yeah. all thought the exact same thing. Yeah. It, yeah. it was, oh no. That's, and yeah. that's one of my favorites. And then I also like the episode we did with Tim. Tim oh, yeah. yeah. The, the, I do the fandom. Which menace. I will come back been, to later when I have other things to say. I've been meaning to listen to that one again. Uh, actually, I'm going to piggyback really quick. Two of my favorite were, I mean, we've had some, I'm gonna, I gotta, gotta list my three favorite really quick. Okay. The first Star Wars one we did. That was that, funny. That's one of my favorite. Attack of the Nerds. Like, if, if we're judging by sheer decibel level. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's that's my least favorite. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of my favorites. Okay. The Fandom Menace one with Tim from yeah, Rad I, Raptor I, Comics. I, I really like just around the corner from the library. Yeah. And um, I'm going to mention it again later in the podcast when we go to another question. But I really, really, really appreciated and enjoyed Give Romance a Chance, the romance yes, genre yes, that's a podcast that we did. We had a lot of fun. Oh, that was Jen's other podcast episode. We did, it was a, more than a year ago. We did it in time for Valentine's Day because everyone, yeah. everyone's very judgmental about romance as a genre. Which is really strange, but yes, they are. And... <laughs> I mean, I've never had anything against it. I just didn't know. And I still am not a swimmer in that vast sea. But <laughs> I love getting my feet wet. I love diving, washing in it. And yeah. Because what I've read, I really, really enjoy. And what Jen likes to say that, more or less, she wants a happy ending. From the grave. Oh, well, yeah. I want a happy yeah. ending. Yeah. And I, I think people try to diminish that like because it's not and a lot of it some of it can be thought provoking from different depending on how you you interpret it but no I, I think that was no just hands down that was one of my top three favorite episodes because okay. I really really enjoyed it like 
had been talking to her for a little bit, talking to you for a little bit, mm-hmm. and even during that podcast, I felt like I learned a great deal, and I feel like it resonated with people that listened to it. Oh, nice. Oh, that's good. Um, so, yeah, those are, I just had to grab that from the, the nerdy one with Tim. Um, Tony or Grant? Grant, you have to go. I don't know. Um, no, I, the romance one is definitely up for, up there for me. That was just a yeah. fun one in general. Um, I, I feel like out of obligation, I have to say the Dune episode. For me, I'll be selfish yeah, and say that. No, one. that's no, good. Yeah, no, one. fantastic. I'm glad that's one of your favorites um, because... I didn't know if we were like shredding your baby apart. No, no, that was a good <laughs> one. Like talking about. Oh, oh nice. Um, Yay. Uh, let's see. Uh, the video game was fun. That was a good one. We need to yeah, do it, another one of even those. Even though it kind of devolved into a the philosophical argument yeah. about what constitutes art. Yes, but that, no, that, but that, 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 that was fun. That was in its own way. Yeah, it was. Yeah, we should have great. another one of those. Yeah, because there there, there were specific Can't series sh- and stuff I wanted to talk about in that that we didn't get to. Um, yeah, that was really fun. Uh, from page to the silver screen, I, th- I'm, I think that went well. I'm trying to remember. Um, oh, I haven't listened to that one. Yeah, long. I think that's kind of when I stopped. Is it bad? I don't even remember that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, the adaptation. My, my least favorite one was probably my, my. Uh, Your book the, recommendation the, the first, episode. The first book, uh, I'm thinking of. Uh, ending thing. Really? <laughs> Only because I didn't fully realize what I was doing when I was choosing the book. I didn't realize that it was going to be like a full-on book, book club discussion? type thing. Yeah. Oh, that was going to be like a small part of a larger episode or something. So. Oh, no, no, that's no, no, I wasn't yeah. slightly prepared. For, you know, I wasn't really No, that was a pretty good one, though. I, which, that was really going off into like a genre that I typically will never touch. I mean, really? I just, it's not my jam. Like, I don't mm-hmm. not like it. No, just, I, when I go through the thing, like, I could walk into a bookstore, but I'm going to get the most psychologically thrilling, whatever, book, suspenseful. The most psychologically destroying book I've ever read but in I'm my entire like, life. I'm, I'm, I'm stomping my way into the bookstore. And he leaves with an early 2000 Stephen King. Fantasy <laughs> so- no. <laughs> they give him Doom a key, and he's like, oh, I haven't read this one yet. <laughs> but, like, I could, I could go in there looking for something, and I will get distracted by the fantasy sci-fi section. I get distracted Fair. by the manga section. I completely understand. Or the graphic novels. I will always stop by the graphic novels, even if I have an armload of books. So it's like, I enjoyed the book. I still want to watch the Netflix show. The, yeah. oh, like, right, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll say, like, by my rating scale, I'd give it, like, a C plus, the book. Okay. But the movie is far better, in my opinion. Oh! Oh, of the, I'm thinking of ending things? Yes. However, I wish they would have kept some things from the ending of the book in the movie. I think... Mm. Uh, what's his face? Charlie Kaufman got a bit too Charlie Kaufman with <laughs> in the last like twenty five minutes of the movie. That's how that I feel sounds about, like Charlie Kaufman. Uh, that's how I feel I, about I generally, Miyazaki's Howl's Moving Castle. I generally love Charlie yeah. Kaufman. Um, but I still love it though. Synecdoche, New York. For anybody who hasn't seen it, is like oh. a ten out of ten. One of my favorite movies. Yeah. But it okay. Anyways. Um, I think my favorite favorite is the most recent Christmas episode. Where we pitched Hallmark movies at each other. Oh, yeah. That was yeah. Fun. To we pitched Hallmark movies at each other for ideas. Knew, it was I fun remember to that. Listen to it was that was it was very light and yeah, that was fun. When we that had that fun. whole entire chart that we could go off. Yeah, of. no, that was really fun. And then I have the, the Ryan episode was great. Mm. It was very fun. I I really I really enjoyed that one too. I've enjoyed all of our interview episodes. I have. Mm-hmm. I, have. I think we should do more of them. Yes. 
We did Ryan. We've done the mayor. And Tim. Uh-huh. We've done three so far. If. Uh-huh. We <laughs> need to do more. <laughs> We're recording. I have thoughts. <laughs> it's fine. Maybe we'll have to edit that. <laughs> No, we're leaving that in, but we're going to come back to that yeah. after That's recording. Quite literally. Um, but okay. I don't know. The Hallmark movie one that was. I actually had a lot of fun with it, but I don't remember it much. Like I'd have to listen to it again. Yeah, that like just really which one? That one? The Hallmark. Where we're like oh, yeah. creating our own Hallmark movies. Yeah. There was a certain silliness to it, which mm-hmm. we go back and forth as as we navigate the current state of semi bookish. Hold on, I'll come to you. I have an idea. I'll just keep my hand up. Keep going. Um, I was. I find sometimes that I crave the silly ones, mm-hmm. but sometimes the silly ones aren't my favorite. Sometimes I want a serious one, and sometimes that's not my favorite. Sometimes one turns intentionally serious. I love it, or one turns unintentionally silly, silly right. and it's brilliant. Like the Star Wars one. That was intended, though. That was an intended one. The video game. I forgot about that, but the mini brother. I'm like that. That I could even throw that in one of my top five because yeah, that was. That was mm-hmm. yeah. That was we had a loose outline for that. <laughs> we threw it out the window. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. Quite literally. Thanks, Roger Ebert. Yeah. <laughs> but Miss Miss Supreme okay, Overlord. Okay, okay. So I have an idea for a really funny, silly one for later. Yeah. Uh, you know that basically, uh, if you've ever read, saw a, it it depends on how you look at it. You could do it either way. If you look at the summary for a horror movie and then the summary for a romance movie. Oh yeah. You yeah. can really rarely tell the difference. What if yeah. one day we just came to each other with a um, just a random summary? And you have to decide. either or and we have to decide if it's horror or romance or comedy. Cause comedy is also one that you could throw in there. Or even just brainstorm how you would do how you would do it if you had each like if you had this Plot, how would you do it for each? We should have like a thing of plots. I'm gonna pull it out here. Is it that little like, conspiracy theory board that we have up in the back workroom? But yeah! They to, but but they have to be plots from stuff that's already been like that's. Yeah, yeah, that's there. what I mean. So, like, you know, you pull something out and it's. Or, like, we have like. It, or we have but like. You a, have to write it as yeah. a romance novel. <laughs> like, we have like a thing of like movies and then we have to come up with a really bad summary. Mm, yeah, either or. That could be fun. I like that. Silly yeah. episode ideas. Okay. I, oh, go ahead. I, it's kind of like a fifteen-year-old teenager idea for for an episode, but I thought it'd be fun if we like did a fictional character death match, like bracket. <laughs> We're gonna do thing. March Madness. Yeah. March Madness. Yeah. Okay. So honestly, <laughs> I, I did write that down somewhere. I oh, have okay. to tell you, and I will mm, try to dig this up and send you guys a link in Meepthorpe. This the SFF community did this a decade ago. I think it was about a decade the, ago. The SFO. Uh, science fiction and fantasy community oh. did this about a decade ago. I think, I want to say it was... I, I can't remember who, like, which website did it. Yeah. Or which, or if it was multiple websites or whatever. But I know that George, George oh, R. R. Martin, yeah. um, Patrick Roth, was like, all of, like, Brandon Sanderson, everybody was involved. And they did this, it was basically this whole, like, cage match against, Ooh. with, like the biggest and brightest and best. So like at one point Aslan went up against the protagonist to name of the wind and Patrick Rothfuss had to write the fight. Yeah. Which of course <laughs> he unfairly gave like both the edge and I'm like over Aslan, please. <laughs> like who did he give the edge over Aslan? His own character. Oh, his own like character. as he gave his But then at one point George Martin had to write um Jamie Lannister versus um 
Aragorn. Ooh. And he was um, just like... Can Aragorn win? <laughs> yeah, like, George Martin was like, how do you even, like, what is wrong with you people? Are you kidding me? Like... Numenorean, like, versus... <laughs> right, right. Rear human. <laughs> right. He's like, he's like, this could... He's like, honestly, this could go either way, because if Jamie's got a Valyrian steel sword, like, bye-bye, Aragorn. But at the same time, this is the guy who's designed to take on 10,000 literal orcs. <laughs> For Frodo. <What>? Yeah. <laughs> I think there was a Gandalf versus Dumbledore. I mean, it just like they had all of these, like, awesome cage matches, and it was it was you say fifteen year old, boy, but it was literal like very very grown people no, really. like getting into rage fits. It's fun over who won, who didn't, who should have won, who shouldn't have. What was like it was. Stay tuned, folks, great. for those. Now, should we? Okay thought process of how this episode would play out. <laughs> Should we create a list? Like, we, we put, like, a pool of people and we match them up. Like, we create this, and we set a timer. We set a timer at the beginning of, like, okay, match up one. Ding, ding, ding! Little bell, you know? It's like, yeah. And then we get jail? seven to eight minutes to back and forth that, and at the end of it, when the timer goes off, ding, stop. Okay, we vote on who wins. I just That's... want Lizzie Bennett versus Jane Eyre. Can I can I do the J.R. Ross voice? Fuck off! Fuck off! He has Jane Eyre with a chair. <laughs> that's that's a good question, Andy. And also, who like would we do it by like majority vote, or would two people one one like what would one one person argue for one person? Would we randomly assign stuff? Uh, like I think it'd be funnier if you assigned two people to just give their best shot, and then one person just goes, "Yeah, this one." But it would be kind of fun to have like a time limit set on it so that you yeah. actually oh yeah you had a, you f- five ten minutes to duke it out so to speak yeah and then yeah. okay at the end of it like. And if we could have like a fifth person, because that vote would have to go one way or another. We couldn't have two against two. Yeah. We each could have, we each could have like our own pet person we throw in the ring. <laughs> like that we really That's the lifeline that you yeah. throw in at the end. Which something too. This is for future podcast discussion too. This I could we could save it for later or a different conversation. But like I I want to talk to Chelsea and I want to work out with. I mean I wanted to get other staff members involved. Minus <laughs> mother. Like, minus mother. Well, even even if we had like from top down, like I could see Jen Rosinski popping in here once in a great like True. a while. Chelsea, if she, if she doesn't want to, she doesn't have to. But I think it would be good. I think she'd be fun. We got Zach. I I know he's got a lot of fun stuff to say. That's true. Um, I, I was very sad he wasn't able to come for the DC episode because yeah. there would have been. This is when we points. need DC part two. <laughs> there was um, literal times. Yeah. I would love for. <laughs> I will bring our, the popcorn. Wait, did we give them a code name up there? What was the code name? Batman? Mother? Yeah. Mother. It was Mother something, and I don't remember what it was. Mother Brain. Mother Brain! Uh, which one? Got it. Who's Mother? Megan. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, she's the Mother Brain because she's the brain, you know, the, she right. has some great ideas. Uh, yeah. Um, sure. I would love to have her on here sometime, but, you know, such is life, she doesn't want to. But if we could get, like, <coughs> Kathy or... You know, she helps we, out in other ways. We get our Cirque supervisor coming on here or something, like, if we click. Mm-hmm. Or our the, bilingual our, help? Yeah. Outreach human. If we could, and this would be planning ahead, sure. scheduling with like Chelsea. Hey, can we make it so that they can be here? Yeah. Right. Um, which I think it would. Be, if we have to shift things around, I like our formula, but I want more. Which. Okay. Um, that could be. I don't know. I think that could be fun because that could also. The minute we had five. Ding ding ding. You could. Yeah. For a tiebreaker. Yeah. yeah. 
I think it, it, it's probably a pipe dream, but I think if every once in a while we could pull off like a longer episode, like hour and a half, two hours, because like once a year or twice like a year, maybe, or something. Some, some however frequently we could get away with idea, it. Actually, yeah. <laughs> Just because I think some topics could. Warrant a longer, warrant a longer or looser structure where we just kind of go off on tangents and stuff. Or no, I think that's true. Yeah. What would we I call that? The state we, of the bookish. The state of the bookish. I still think we need to do a live streamed episode where we're yeah. just yeah. yelling at each other for two hours. The state of the bookish. I actually like that. Special um, episode. State of the itch. State of the. Also, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. State yeah. of the itch address. <laughs> That's just where we have some little like presidential music. You all just evaluate me as a human being, and I, I cry by the end. It's the roast of Lordish. <laughs> Did we really have to make this a two-part episode, guys? That could be. I thought one week was good. No, I, I think that could be a like, a good. Uh, a, actually, roasting characters, roasting authors, like we could have. I think we've roasted enough authors. I... <laughs> no, we should do more. I have a craving. I, I I am so I am anti roasting the author. Okay. Um, just uh. because they're people. <laughs> they are. Their characters are not. From the grave, I'd their like you all to know that Jen has sent us some popcorn. Like I will roast all day long. You know choices that actors make on screen. Yeah. But I will never roast like the actor themselves. They're still a person. I'd like you all to know that from the grave, Jen has uh, informed me. Popcorn. Popcorn. She has sent me popcorn. Oh, I was like, wow. I'm so she hungry. has sent us popcorn from oh, beyond the grave. I see. I'm so hungry right now. I want yeah. kettle corn. Kettle corn sounds kettle really corn good. Kettle corn actually sounds really good. Um, speaking of going off topic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, also kind of future things that Aaron and I have been bouncing around. Creating, leaning into like a... Uh, Back and forth, like two podcasts a month. That's what we're doing. Mm-hmm. We want to start. I, I, I kind of want to do it for like two years, but like sometimes Interview exhaustion. A few people more. Get get more community members on here, or okay. I mean, not just people from the community, but like if we we knew like some weird celebrity was going to be in the area, try to get them. <laughs> weird celebrity. They're going to. I'm at emailing this Christian Bale, and it's like, really? he is just down the road. No. Um, <laughs> There's probably some authors. I'm sure there's some authors. Local I mean, authors, I mean, a local... few years ago when Michael Bay was out here doing Transformers, I would retrieve myself. Was yeah, but not, they don't have to be that top tier of like a celebrity, <laughs> but like, but I don't. <laughs> I, I can, I, can I just do a little aside? I have yeah. nothing nice to say to Michael Bay. Yeah, no, no, neither, neither do I. <laughs> He's like, wait, I, I, she's no, like, no. I, I want to take that back. I want to roast. Michael Bay. <laughs> no, I, mean, I don't really have anything. The roasting of no, Michael Bay. I don't have anything to say to Michael Bay. It's like, he is just someone who... Exists? They gave a camera. I don't know why they keep giving him I, I, a camera, but they do. <laughs> he does good explosions. I don't even he know. He does explosions. He doesn't even Anybody do the can explosions. Do explosions. Yeah, he does he explosions. He just tells you to do explosions there. I don't know he there. does good ones. No, he just um, does explosions. Really quick, my... Uh, the directing teacher at the film school I went to, he got kicked off a Michael Bay set when he was filming in Michigan because he was like, wouldn't shut up, and he kept pestering people. <laughs> That's anyways, hilarious. Anyways, I didn't like him. Oh, no, I can imagine you wouldn't. No, no. Yeah. No, 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 no I, I, well, I don't like Michael Bay, but I wasn't a fan of that. Of the teacher, right. Yeah, no, that's fair. <laughs> anyways, I just thought but it was funny. It would be a cross-promotional kind of exercise, too. Like, sure. You know, um, it's partially that, too. Um, I have a list. We have a list. She's better at taking notes than I am. We made a list. I'm glad that you have a list because I can't think of anyone that I would. I honestly. Well, we. We'll open up a. We'll open up discussions again, yeah. like online. 
and just like, hey, like, who's for this month? Like, who's for this month? Who's for this month? Like, I mean, you had, what was, I was thinking like a picture book artist, because we have several in the area for like November, but you also, who did you propose? I don't even for, like, remember. Like, we had, you had a good November idea, but I, it was so good, I can't remember. November? Like oh, because that was like homelessness awareness. Oh, thank you. And I was thinking pairing with Share the Warmth or something, yeah. talking oh, to them, and idea. like domestic violence awareness, mm -hmm. pairing with Catherine Cobb, who's our local domestic violence shelter, for those yeah. who don't know. Oh, um, I, we were thinking like, you know, Artalicious is coming up, maybe not this year, but maybe next year. Literally taking the podcast and taking it with us with the hotspot mm -hmm. around interviewing artists and instead of really pulled, putting out a full episode of us just shooting the breeze the whole entire time mm -hmm. do a compilation of us interviewing all those different artists about what they do yeah uh pairing with the schools local organizations and AACP group um because that yeah adrian that pride like the other libraries in the county during library week would be fun like cool. stuff like that my mom was like did you talk to like my mom was like the dance studios around town would also be good ones like be yeah because yeah. we have three of them yes mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> we have like probably more than three but we have at least three yeah that are at least the main ones that i can think of yeah kind of an additional silliness to the podcast that we were also discussing upstairs mm -hmm. is evolving smack which I mean, you've already given evolving us ideas. Evolving it. Evolving it. To Put, what? Adding it? more things into the pile, and pulling it we out. We haven't even gone through that pile. No, <laughs> but like evolving it to the point, like books, like literal, like. Oh, are like, you gonna marry the book or are you gonna burn it? Like this versus uh, that versus that. Or and at, like, would okay. you rather? Would you rather you know do this in a literary book or this in a different literary book? See, then you gotta tell us about the type of binding, the you know, the maturity of the pages. <laughs> That's a whole different. Am I gonna get well, I was thinking more so. Uh, would you rather stay in District Thirteen for two weeks and survive out there, mm. or would you rather have to, you know, I don't know, do something? One day in Mordor. <laughs> yeah, like, would you rather do either one, or just like something when really in random? When in Mordor, <laughs> and who do I get to be? Like the end of pre, the third age? Pre-melting um, of the One Ring of Power. Before. Yeah, okay, that's a huge time period. Like, but you's all, you've also given like, us, like, you know... Right before? We get a movie. Or? We have to make a bad plot out of it. We have to do a romance or a horror plot. Tell us which one it is. Like, I don't know. Like, ideas. Just put them in the pot. Yeah. Speaking of putting it in the pot, I need to put my hand in here. <laughs> is it that time? It is that time? It is that time. Is it? Oh. Yeah, wow. actually it is. We talked a little bit more So I grabbed thought. two, and I feel like we've already done that one. Probably. Um, I feel like we've done a lot of these already anyways. I still don't know who that one is, but you can have that one. <laughs> <laughs> ah, okay, never mind. I don't know who it is. Oh. Andy doesn't know who it is. All right, uh, so I'm just going to grab Did a somebody few. Somebody put it random, like, what is happening? <laughs> just grabbing a couple. All right, so that one's gonna go back in there. All right, so I have, cause I feel like we've done this one. This one is Mary, Edith, and Sybil. Oh, we did that one already, yeah. So like I said, I feel like we've done that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. I don't know who that one is either. <laughs> Mario, Luigi, and Princess Peach, go. Wait, that's that one? No, that's this one. John Marston from Hell yeah. Red Dead Redemption. But what are the other choices Ab though? Abraham Reyes, Bonnie McFarland. McFarlane. 
here. Kirk, Spock, McCoy, go. How have we didn't, not didn't done we, that Didn't one? we do that one? No. I don't think so. No. I don't think we have done it, but I'm surprised that we haven't. Kirk, Kirk Spock, McCoy. Jean-Luc Picard. That's, that's my choice. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, can, I have a secondary one if you need it. Um, Snog Kirk, because I feel like he could, he'd be, you know, he'd be good for that. Um, oh yeah, well, I think we have done this. One. I'm gonna marry McCoy because well, he just seems anyways. like, for whatever reason, <laughs> what do you got going for him? He's gonna die early anyway. Wait, Sorry. Bones? Yeah, he's gonna die. The actor did. Yeah. Sorry. That's right. Um, and he's gonna leave me everything. Um, and then I'm gonna kill Spock because I just couldn't take. Yeah, we have done this one because that's exactly yeah. what you said the last time. Uh, um. So uh, <laughs> the secondary one is Paris. Helena Troy, Manalis, or however you say their name. Manalis. Yeah. Who's Paris? Oh, Paris is um, the one that Helen falls and leaves Troy. Well, not leaves Troy for. Paris is the prince of Troy that Helen falls leaves, in love with. Uh, Menelaus for. Yeah, he's the young, he's the Orlando Bloom character. Oh, okay. <laughs> he's the Orlando Bloom out. Character. I, oh, okay, this is oh, this is basic based solely off of that movie. Um, yeah. Oh, I feel like you, the smart person. I don't know if there's any smart people in this scenario. I don't think there are. Oh, you know what? Actually, that's what you do. To prevent horrors, I'm going to snog Menelaus. Okay. I'm going to kill Paris so that Helen doesn't sleep with him. And there's no start to the war so that Achilles still is alive to be with Patroclus. That's my moment. That's my... my, There. Okay. (laughs) I mean, that works. Meanwhile, while all of you short-sighted people are are, are debating over who you're going to marry... I've been I've been having a snob fest with Scrooge McDuck over here for the past oh. year and a half. So oh my god! <laughs> so, so there's Duck. one in here, and I just feel like I need to actually say it out loud, and I'll find it later and throw it out. But the uh, options are. Um,